my gosh. Anyways, okay, before we start going into like more details, we can like start from the beginning and do that. <laughs> that can be the intro. Welcome to the Daily Bailey. <laughs> um, so this is the first episode with a long distance guest. I feel like I couldn't do another episode without you, Alyssa. Like, I just feel like doing an, a true crime episode by myself just isn't right. So, hopefully uh, this way of recording our voices isn't bad. So. I was going to be there to add commentary. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is like your case today. <laughs> this, is, this is your baby. This is your baby, okay? <laughs> I mean, it is an interesting case. I wish I was more involved in it. Like, I wish I found it sooner because it is a crazy case. I think I just so, I but, listened to it, and it was just so insane to me that I just, like, couldn't let it go. It's just why. Yeah. I mean, no, I feel the same way because, oh, my gosh, like, I'm just... Uh, it's just like with trials and things, you would be like, how the heck can you not see that this woman is a monster and killed her child and needs to go to prison for the rest of her life, but somehow she gets off. Yeah. So. I mean, she did do a little time, but not for murdering anyone. Absolutely not. And then she works for her defense team. She works with, uh, for, I can't remember who it was, but one of her defense team members. She now works for him. That's so, nice. with that being said, we're talking about the Casey Anthony case. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's so delayed. Like, I think it's like, um, also my Wi-Fi sucks. So... Yeah, so there's that. So it's very like delayed of like hearing you and you hearing me. So we're gonna we're gonna make it through this episode, okay, Alyssa? Yeah, we're gonna get it. Wait. It's all gonna work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we are talking about the Casey Anthony case. A pathological liar. Like literally Oh my gosh, I listened to some of the phone recordings and interviews and like interrogations. She's she says everything with such confidence that it's like, oh yeah, there's no way she's not lying. But it's like once the detectives did the detective work, it's like she lied through her front teeth. Mm -hmm. She basically like <laughs> everything that she says, she believes it to be fact. She's like, no, this actually happened. And everyone's like, we have proof that it's not. And she's like, well, your proof is wrong. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane. Um, so starting from the beginning, um, this takes place in um, Orlando, Florida. Um, Casey is the daughter of Cindy and Greg. His name's Greg, right? George. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his name is Greg. Um, Cindy, oh, George, same thing, <laughs> same name. <laughs> Cindy and George Anthony. Um, I know Casey has a brother. I don't know if 
uh, he is younger or older. I look, you feel like he's younger, but maybe not by much. Or I don't know. This is very unimportant details. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, they <laughs> we're in South Florida right now, and the um police get a call from Cindy, Casey's mom. Um. Oh my gosh, I don't know the date. I think it is like end of July, beginning of August. And so the whole I low-key wish I pre-planned and like put in can put in um the uh phone calls because it's like kind of bizarre. Like it's so crazy. So Cindy calls the police um on Casey um and like it's like, hey, um, how can I, like, turn someone in for stealing my car? And Cindy, or the police are like, uh, yeah, like, who stole your car? And she's like, my daughter. She's right here. <laughs> and so they just, the police are not, like, really taking this serious. Um, so the 911 operator gives Cindy, like, another number or an officer to call to come onto the scene. So Cindy calls the officer and is like, hey, I want you to come to arrest my daughter. She stole our car. She's right here. Like, can you come? And the officer's like, uh, like, I don't know. I think they were like just making up reasons to not like go to the scene because it wasn't like, because they had possession of the car. Like they had the car back that, Casey stole because it got impounded so that's how Cindy and George found out that their car got stolen from Casey but while like so the reason why they uh, said it was stolen was because Casey was apparently going to Jackson to like work because she worked for Universal which will come out to be a big fat lie well she did work there but not at the time. Um, and so they were like, yeah, she stole her car. And also, you know, our her daughter's missing. And so I feel like that kind of got their attention. But the way Cindy was, like, bringing it about, it just, like, was in a weird way. And so, um, and they were, like, asking, so when was the last time? They were like, a month ago. And they were like, well, why didn't you report her missing? Um, And because Cindy's like, well, she was with her mom. But her mom says she hasn't seen her in like a month. And so the officer's like, okay, can we speak to Casey? And Casey, like, Cindy is like, the officers want to speak to you. And Casey is acting like she doesn't really want to speak to the officer. And so it's just like a big mess. And so Casey eventually speaks to the officer and is explaining how... Her daughter's been missing for over, like almost over a month, and the officer's like, "Bro, why didn't you report her missing?" And Casey's like, "Well, I just thought I could do it myself." And big red flag, like big red flag. If your daughter has been missing for a whole month, and you're like, "I want to find her myself," that's a big red flag to me. He's like. My dad used to work in law enforcement. Um, I don't know if it's... I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And so there's that. And then um eventually I forgot what causes I think Cindy and um Casey start arguing at their house and so um then Cindy frantically fret oh my gosh, I can't say the word. Um frantically calls the police again. So there's like a total of three phone calls that are placed in one day. Um, this this one takes place like an hour after the second phone call. And so Cindy is more distressed about um, her daughter or her granddaughter being missing um, because Casey confesses like, yeah, I haven't seen her. Like she's been, she's um, was kidnapped by (laughs) Zanny the nanny. Um, I have, my gosh, I don't know her, the actual name. Do you have the actual yeah. name that Casey came up her with? Her actual name is Zanita Fernandez Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Casey just looks like, yeah, she's been kidnapped by Zanita Fernandez Gonzalez, like confidently says it like, oh yeah, this is like an actual person and that has been her babysitter for the last year and a half to two years. So she's like, yeah, she kidnapped her. So now the police are like turning it into like an investigation. So like things, they finally have their attention on Kaylee, the missing daughter and Elsa, do you have anything to add on to that part? Um, whenever she, whenever like the police actually like come around to it, she just like spits out. She's like, oh yeah, um, Zanita lives in like down the street in the second apartment complex. I think it's like like little level ten or something like that. And she's like. And she also has two roommates. Like, completely just feeding into this whole character story, knowing you get in well. Like, if she was actually at a nanny's house, she would be able to tell them, like, tell them their address. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, down the street. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, this is not just some random stranger. Apparently, hypothetically, this is Casey, hired babysitter, Kaylee's babysitter that has been babysitting for her for like a year. Um, but she doesn't know where she lives. Okay, so does like how do you go and drop your kid off at her house? Does she come and pick up the kid? And so Casey's like, no. So she also babysat um, for a guy that she worked with at Universal. I forgot his name. Let's just say Joseph. Okay, I feel like it's something close like that. So Zanita is babysitting his uh, his child also. Wait. Oh, my gosh. Why can I not grammar and speak right now? Zanita is babysitting Kaylee and the guy that Casey works with, kid. Okay, so she spits out full names. Okay, like, yeah, she also babysat 
this kid and the police are like well is he missing and she's like no he still has like you know he's safe and so they like go to universal (laughs) and um they walk up to the (laughs) they walk up to the front office and casey's like (laughs) casey's like yeah this is where i work and so she works in like the office well casey was claiming she worked in like the office part so she could like also travel with her job meaning hinting also that she went to jackson for work and so they are at universal they um casey strolls up to the like where you go and like hey let me in and the dude that's working is like i don't know who you are like who are you you don't work here and she's like yeah i do and so the officers are like what the heck okay um and so she's like no i work here this is like my credentials da 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 and so with police also being there and like detectives being there he like grabs the manager and manager's like oh yeah come on in because you know they have detectives and people there with her so she's they're like oh yeah she's legit you know even though they have no clue who Casey is, they stroll in. And so as they're, like, walking, she's waving at people and, like, smiling and saying hi. Like, she knows everyone. Like, like she works there. And so um, they get to the office. And at that point, it's like, Casey turns around to them and is like, yeah, I don't work here anymore. Because, like, she has no more lie to lie like she can't go any farther than where she's at and so the detectives literally were like oh we know we like dove and dug deep into like your background story like you don't work here anymore because they were looking for joseph and the mutual friend that casey had with zindeed oh my gosh how do you say her name Zendaya? Uh, Zanita. No. Zanita. Okay. So <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're looking for Joseph and the mutual friend. And turns out Joseph, the guy that also has a kid that Zendia, I'm probably still butchering her name, babysat. Turns out he hasn't worked there in six years. And then the mutual friend didn't exist at all like there had never been a person by that name has worked at universal but casey's like no they did like they do work there that's like i met them there and so um the detectives are like you're lying you also haven't worked here in two years so where the heck have you been for the last month if you were working also what the heck have you been doing for the last two years your parents and everyone that knows you thinks you've been working like what the heck is going on so they take casey to the freaking station and like interrogate her and so unlike before they were more like chill and like not as like mean to her at the beginning but now they're going like full ham they're like where the heck is kaylee like, where is Zendia? Zend- How do you say her name? Frick, Zendia. I'm going to say it right. Hold on. 
<laughs> Zanita. What? what? <laughs> no, I'm just, just Zanny. Where the heck is Zanny? Zanny. Okay, from now on, we'll call her Zanny. Zanny. So, like, where, where is your kid? Where is your babysitter, Zanny? Like, where, where, where are they? Where are they? And she's like, I don't know. I dropped Kaylee off. And then ever since that day, she's been missing. Like, I haven't seen her since that day. And they were like, dude, where is your daughter? And she just like, they just keep going in circles. And like, in the interview, um, Casey is literally like, she doesn't sound frantic. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't sound like a concerned mother should be. Which I know is like, it's hard to be like, oh, she's not grieving in the right way. Like, yeah, people grief in different ways. But this woman has been lying for not just a month, but two years. She's been lying about her job, and then she's been lying about Kate, uh, Kaylee missing. And so, um, the cops are like, "Where, where's your daughter? And she's like, I dropped Kaylee off at Zanny's house july 8th i that might be the date that might not be the date because i don't remember the date but she just is very like monotone and not very like emotional about her missing kid which is another red flag um we should make a drinking game to this case it's like every time casey swings oh up a red God. flag take a shot never made it through we the game make it through Half of this, we wouldn't make it through half. No, we would be dead. Um, so yeah, is there anything, Alyssa, you want to add on? Because I know I'm literally just pulling this out of my butt, I don't have anything I'm looking at right now. I listened to a podcast episode yesterday, and that's what I'm going off of. So I'm definitely probably missing some details. Um, so after she lied about. Her position at Universal, um, the cops arrested her and charged her with making false official statements and obstruction with the investigation because of all of the lies that she got caught in. And then later, that what led her to become a person of interest in the investigation. Yeah, like, with everything that, like, she has said, that everything that's come out of her mouth, like, should point her as the main suspect. (laughs) And it's just, like, blows my mind that, ugh, I just, like, oh my gosh. It just blows my mind, this whole case. The way that she... So, Casey's arrested. The way that she still thinks... That she didn't do anything wrong. The way that she's just out here, like, living her best life, doing interviews, and she's like, I don't know what happened to my child. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you really think that you can just say whatever you want to say yeah. and the whole world's going to believe you? <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, if you say it with that level of confidence, I mean, if it was 
either, any other situation than her missing child, I would be like, oh, yeah, there, this chick is, like, she, oh. she knows what she's doing. Like, she, but no, her kid is missing, and her, yeah, like, like ugh, it's just like, crazy. I'm an event planner at Universal. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm going to Jackson for a month working there. Oh, yeah. I'm Kaylee is uh, my babysitter, Zendaya, Zendaya, not Zendaya, <laughs> um, Zanny. So, yeah, like she's just saying everything with like such like confidence. And I would highly recommend looking up like interviews or interrogations of Casey because like you would you probably listen to us and be like, oh, there's no way, like, how could someone be that confident in, like, their lying abilities? Like, how could she sound so, like, you just have to listen to an interview to, like, be like, oh, I I understand now of, like, yeah. And it was like Casey would come up with these lies and she would just lie. And then when she couldn't lie anymore, she would just, like, make up another lie like she would like she would i don't no. think she ever told the truth ever and so casey is arrested um they're doing more in-depth um investigation into casey going into her like background history her boyfriends and like where where she's been for the last two years basically and so um Casey makes a phone call to her mom while being in jail and um her mom is like hey uh you know things are gonna like be fine um you know everyone's looking for Kaylee everyone's like like this is like a big story now at this point and so like everyone is just like zoned in on finding Kaylee and then Casey doesn't even sound remotely like, oh, everyone's looking, yay, everyone's looking for my missing daughter. She's like, uh, give me Tony's number. Do you have Tony's number? Can I have Tony's number? And Cindy's like, no, I don't have his number. FYI, Tony was her boyfriend at the time. And so Cindy is like, no, I don't have his number. Like, no. And then, so Cindy passes the phone to Lee, Casey's brother, and she's like, do you have Tony's number? And he's like, no, Casey, like, like, where's Kaylee? Like, is there, like, something that, like, you need to tell us? And she's like, no, give me Tony's number. So she's just hyper fixated on this dude named Tony. And Lee's like, hey, I think, I think, um, Catherine can, like, get some information, like, out of you. Like, I think that, you know, you need to talk to Catherine. And Catherine is Casey's best friend. Um, so the phone gets passed on to Catherine. And then Catherine is like, where's Kaylee? And then, like, her blame is, like, if any, like, people are looking for her. And Casey's like, yeah, okay, good. Um, and then Catherine's like, if anything happens to this kid, like, I'm going to die. Like, just pouring out emotion. She even starts crying at the end of this, like, conversation. And Casey literally goes... Oh, oh my gosh. Just because she just wants Tony's number. And um, that was another red flag of like, if you're uh, I'm just, uh, crazy. I'm just like, what the heck, man? 
there's just no way that you can sit here and just simply just because of the way that she speaks and talks and just seems completely unbothered. It's like, how how are you going to think that the whole world is going to be backing you up when you literally seems like not even a little bit upset? It's like, oh, my favorite restaurant is yeah. closed because it's Sunday. Whatever. Like, what? Like, that's not the case here, girl. That's not, that's not, that is not what's happening right now. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. And like Tony, Tony, you would oh my gosh. So this brings in Tony to the story. Um Casey's current boyfriend. Um and so she's like, "Give me Tony's number." So the police are like, "Who the heck is Tony?" So they like dive into Tony. Tony is Casey's boyfriend and she has been living with him for the last um month. So instead of being in Jackson where she was supposed to be, she was at Tony's house. And so they are up in drugs, smoking weed, drinking. So they're like, it's not a good environment for a kid. So Casey did bring Kaylee around. Um, but the day that Kaylee went missing, they the police asked Tony, like, okay, how did Casey seem? Did she mention Kaylee was missing? Tony's like, no, she did not once mention Kaylee was missing. Um, I think she just mentioned Kaylee either being at the babysitters or with her grandparents. Like, nothing about Kaylee. Um, Casey seemed perfectly fine. She was, like, happy, partying, drinking, smoking, doing all these things, and, like, not an ounce of emotion towards Kaylee. While this is the time frame that Kaylee goes missing. So from the point that Kaylee goes missing until where we are now. Everyone that we talk to is like, yeah, she seemed perfectly fine. She didn't mention even her daughter being missing. And so another red flag of just how do you know that your daughter kid is missing but you are just going about daily life without mentioning in it once or even like, like how, how can you know? I just like, like I tell you, this case is so insane. And like, it's because she did it. I'm dumbfounded. And like, Tony's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> I, ugh. but it's just like the more in depth we go, the more in depth in the trial we go, the more, things get even crazier so at this point it's like how do you how do you go from here how do you get more crazy from here i don't know how it does but it does okay and so they are yeah they're talking to tony the police are talking to tony casey's still in um jail um her mom has made like a few interviews and apparently Casey like saw it on the news while being in jail one day and so the next phone call they had Casey literally goes oh I saw your cameo on tv and her mom was like which one and she's like what do you mean which one and Cindy's like 
well, I've done a few, and I don't know which ones have aired or not and stuff. And so, but Cindy in those interviews on TV, um, literally said about her own daughter was like, yeah, I don't know the level of involvement of Casey, but we are going to find Kaylee. And so just basically like throwing Casey under the bus, like her whole family has like an itching feeling that Casey is up to something and Casey has done something. But yet, Casey keeps lying her butt off, which is like, I couldn't imagine being Casey and just being, just lying and acting like nothing is wrong. Even having my whole family be like, yeah, you did something wrong. Like, what's up? And I would just be like, I think at that point is when I would probably give up. Um, But... I also wouldn't be in this situation because <laughs> I, I mean, wouldn't kill my kid. So. Um, she literally, like, ever since, I guess, cause she was 19 whenever she was pregnant. And ever since then, she stole from her parents. She took her mom's car for however long. And she basically just made up all of these lies and excuses. And... Like, while she was away in Jackson for work, her mom would call her and be like, hey, when are you coming back? Like, where's where's, uh, Kaylee at? And she's just like, oh, you know, the nanny came with us and all this stuff. And, like, for her to even lie and be like, oh, yeah, I'm working a, you know, nine-to-five job. And then... um, I'm bringing Kaylee over here so I can go out and party, like, like in the, during the night, stuff like that, and I'll just come pick her back up. But, like, her mom was getting so agitated with her because she was like, you need to be spending time with your daughter. Like, that's your job. And a lot of other people work and take care of their kids. Like, you need to step up. But what she didn't realize was that Casey actually was not working, and she was spending eight-hour days with her daughter and then she would drop her off and then go, like, party or whatever. Now, I'm not saying she was taking amazing care of her daughter, but she was lying to her family, taking money. And then she would also, like, just drop her mm-hmm. daughter off with her mom at work and be like, Here you go, I'm leaving. Here, take, uh, take the kid. And then just, like, run off to do whatever she wanted to yeah. do because she didn't want to have the responsibility of having a kid. And so, like, I could see where her, like, because it took a toll on her parents' marriage, too. Just having to take care of the baby all of the time and the stress and uh, Casey taking money from them and stuff like that. And I could see where they would just be like, I'm done with you. Like, I'm going to find your daughter because it's the right thing to do. But, like, you got to get it together. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned, like, her being with Kaylee for those eight hours when she was supposed to be at work. All the people that she was around with Kaylee, like, also around, all like, mentioned, like, the cops interviewed them and it was like, you know, how was she, like, as a mom? And everyone was like, yeah, she was, like, a great mom to her. Well, she was a good mom. And, you know, anytime someone would be, like, smoking around her, she would, like, get mad and upset because she's like, this is my daughter, you shouldn't be smoking around her, yada, yada, yada. So, like, up front, she seemed like a good mom, but she behind the scenes, 
she was lying about a job, stealing money, you know, partying. And I'm not saying like partying is bad as being a mom, but it's like when that's like all when you're, you're choosing doing, it over your and like yeah, and you don't have money, you're stealing money. Yeah. To kid yeah and so that's insane and so where are we at now i forgot where we're at so we're you know things are like coming up about casey um of like oh she didn't mention kaylee was missing oh she just continued partying this and that and um yeah so I can't remember if I know they find oh oh back to the I forgot an important part of details. So when Cindy and George got the call from the impound and they were saying like, Kate, your car's been impounded and they're like, What the heck? What do you mean? That's the car that Casey was driving. So they went and picked it up and they were like they noticed that there was a foul stench coming from the trunk. Okay. And um, they opened it, and it was just, like, a bunch of rubbish, trash. There was, like, a half-eaten pizza box in their trunk as well. Like, it just smelled horrible. But Cindy mentioned, like, it smelled like death. Like, a dead body was in there. And so they took everything out and threw it away, and there was, like, a big, like... I don't know if they like like I don't think it looked like fresh blood obviously but like like something had been there like a, like a like big dried like stain a dead body probably could have been there and like stuff so it wasn't good yeah and so they threw away all the trash and stuff and like in my mind I'm like Kaylee's body was in that bag that they threw away but then later on, it makes sense that it wasn't. I think Casey, I, I believe Kaylee was in the back of that trunk dead. Like, because they found hair and, like, stains and stuff. And so, the hair they found in the back matched the DNA of Kaylee, Cindy, and um, Casey. So, But because it didn't have the little follicle at the end of it, they couldn't, like... Like, um, tone, like, they couldn't be specific about who exactly it belonged to because Casey, Cindy, and Kaylee have all been in the car. Um, so they did more testing, um, and it hadn't been treated. So it had to be someone who didn't have, like, their hair dyed or colored. And both Casey and Sydney, Sydney, Cindy, had treated hair so it had to be Kaylee and they did more research and like digging on it and at the towards the base of the hair where it would come out of your head had like a little ring around it which means it had come off a dead and decaying body so whoever was in there had been like decaying and dead so proving that whoever was in the trunk had to be dead and Casey and Cindy they're both alive so I think this like confirmed 
in this moment that Kaylee was dead, but they didn't. It was all circumstantial evidence, so they couldn't really be like, oh yeah, Kaylee's dead, because they don't have a body. It's hard to yeah. like this person's dead without a body. So that was the card they I forgot about. stated later and, on uh, that the, <clears throat> the remains were in the trunk of the car for a few days before they were moved. Causing it to stink. And that's where the smell was coming from. And so Casey tried to like mask the smell with a bunch of trash. Is theory is what the theory is because nothing's been confirmed because everything's circumstantial right now. Um, so yeah, but late like a few months like after Casey's been arrested for um lying and stuff to the police, they find um bones in the woods slash swamp because this is like Florida, and um it is Kaylee's. Bones. DNA um, says it is Kaylee, so they find the body of Kaylee. Um, which is, like, horrible and, like, so sad. Ugh. But now we have a body, and now we can um, convict. Hopefully, that was the hope. But somehow, somehow, Casey got paired with Jose... Whatever his last name is. And he was a pretty darn good defense attorney. Okay. Because obviously now. Casey is only went to prison for. Like lying to the police. And stuff like that. Like she didn't go to prison for. Murder. And so. Yeah. Alyssa do you have anything. Before we continue it's on. It's stated. That um, Haley died on June 16th, and her remains were found in the wooded area next to their family home in Orlando. Um, it's speculated, but I say speculated lightly, that Casey used chloroform on her daughter to suffocate her. And then put duct tape over her mouth and nose. And then when the body was found, she was found with a Winnie Pooh blanket that matched her room. And she was also found with, um, like, pink and white striped shorts on. And, like, was in a, like, canvas laundry bag. And they did, like, a big... If I remember this correctly, they did, like, a um, community, like, search. Like, basically, like, anybody of the public that wanted to come would, like, come and help look for her. And it wasn't until later, like, near, like, the swamp area that a utility worker came by in the woods and found Kaylee's remains. Yeah. So it's like, how did they? Well, I don't know if they searched the area that Kaylee was found, but yeah, it's like okay. At this point, it has to be Casey. Like, there's no other option. 
And uh, I mean, I know there's a theory that like, what, like was it Kaylee drowned or something, or is that? Yeah. Am I thinking of like a completely different? Yeah, and like her dad hid the body for Casey, but I don't know. That I don't think I'm. I'm going with freaking Casey because Casey. It came up that Casey didn't even want to be a mom. Like, she wanted to give Kaylee up for adoption. And so, um, Casey just wanted to live a life of, like, partying and doing drugs and stuff. And, um, it just, like, blows my mind that how did she not get get convicted? Like, I know it was just circumstantial, but it's like, come on, man. It's like, she was found near your house. You didn't tell the police she was missing. Everyone around you is like, oh, yeah, she just acted normal and happy. And is just obsessed with her boyfriend, Tony. And, you know, she was found with stuff from your house. Like, it couldn't be a stranger unless a stranger broke in and, like, you know, kidnapped her and, like, stole some stuff. But that is very unlikely. And so, Casey... It just continues to lie her butt off. And, but, Jose, so that's, this is where, like, I stopped with, like, the podcast listening because I didn't have time to listen to anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I stopped, like, right before the trial. I know I that she was sentenced to four years and she had a I just know $4,000 bond on her. And I know that she did not serve as much time as she needed to, but what really, really gets me about this case is, like, I've never been a mom, obviously, but, like, when my dog is missing for, like, more than an hour, I'm, like, freaking out, calling people, wondering where he's at, wondering what they're, like, you know, like, it's, it's it's a big deal, like, you know, I mean, technically, like, that is a whole child. And, like, the fact yeah. that you know you're able to tell the cops that she had been missing for a month. Are you kidding me? Like, you are like, yeah, she, I haven't seen her in about a month. That's not like, oh, my dog went missing. That is a whole human. And it's your human to take care of. Like, what do you, like, get your act together. And then her just yeah. lying about everything. And I think that if mm-hmm. they had found Kaylee sooner, they could have pulled more DNA evidence off of her. But because of the nature of where she was put, it kind of all got like washed away and decayed. But I just... Yeah, yeah I'm just like, absolutely It was floored. all bones at this point. And... Um... And Florida Swamp is unforgiving, so. But yeah, I, all I know now is like, I, is it, has it already come out or is it coming out that Casey is like doing like another like documentary type of deal of like her side of the story? Yeah. I know there's like a lot um. of documentaries. 
She was supposed to do a, like, follow-up documentary called Where the Truth Lies on Peacock. There's three episodes. Um, And I'm pretty sure it was released in May of this year. I'm not... Yeah, it's already released out. Um, The trailer came out on November 15th. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I know what I'm watching today. That is crazy. Yeah. I'm looking well, at, like, the front picture the of, like, the documentary, and she just looks... The way that she... There's, like, a picture of her, like, crying, and then, like, the camera's, like, cutting, and she just looks... Sus. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know. I don't... I just like how... I just don't know, man. Like, how do you... How can you just sit there and lie with, like, no emotion, nothing... I just... I can't imagine it. And so... But now she works for one of her, like... One of the people who, like, defended her. She works for him as, like, a secretary or something. Well, hopefully new evidence comes out. Because then she can, so I wonder she can get tried if, again. Because if there's new evidence, yeah. it's not uh, double jeopardy. So, hopefully. That's what it's called, right? Double jeopardy? Yeah. Is it double jeopardy? I don't think so. Hang on. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's double jeopardy. Yeah. I just, like, hopefully a new detective. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, like, a new detective or, like, someone with, like, fresh eyes can get on the scene and just, like, dig into it. Because it's just, like, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. And I'm hoping, like, maybe... I don't know. She'll just start to feel guilty. Yeah, and that's another thing is, like, if she didn't do it, then who did? If we're not looking at her, who else are they looking at? Because, as I'm concerned, yeah. Yeah, because we know it's not Zanny the nanny because that person doesn't exist. Yeah, they were saying, like, she made up two completely fake people. Yeah, this is just speculation, I guess. But they were saying, like, she would leave her baby at home and give it a high dose of Xanax to keep it asleep while she was gone doing whatever she wanted to do. And that's where the name Zanny the Nanny came from. So. Yeah. You know, I feel like if Casey wasn't a murdering mother, I feel like she would be a really good, like, author oh yeah she could tell him with the best of them you know but she could not (laughs) she just just doesn't need to be Uh, in a authoritative position she could write it all day long but don't she doesn't need to act anything else out (laughs) because that is just oh my gosh oh yeah yeah Yeah, okay, I'm going to ask you the same question that you asked me about the Jody Arias case. 
Do you yeah. actually think, I think she, she did, did it? I think she's a big fat liar. And I think she did it. Because like I said, who else could it be? I mean, who else? I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think. I mean, especially with her dad's law enforcement background and he like back to whenever they like opened the trunk, he was like scared that Casey or um Kaylee was gonna be in the trunk because of the smell of decomposition like he picked up on it and he was worried when he was opening the trunk and they could see that so it's like why would he want to do any kind of injustice to them so yeah I think she did it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so it's just like one of those cases where it's like it, it it's cold. I mean, it's not a cold case, but it kind of is because there's not there's not one anyone really convicted. We just have a bunch of theories of like, oh yeah, Casey, there's without a doubt she's the one that did it. And so it's just like kind of frustrating because you just want the answer. You yeah. want the clarity, you want the justice, but I hope so. Because right I now she's we'll just get it in her lifetime. Playing the Oh, poor me. Let me do a docu series on it. So I can get my five minutes of fame. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, so literally, it's like Jodi Arias of just, like, how she literally would just go and put on makeup and, like, literally ask people, like, before we start filming, can I please, like, touch up my makeup and, like, do my hair? And ugh, I just... I, I just can't, I want to know the, like, psychological reasoning behind things. And that's one thing about, like, Casey. It's, like, she has, like, this solid, like, front of, like, no emotion of, like, like nothing faltered. So you can't really be, like, oh, she did it for this reason. Or, you know, like, there's no empathy or anything. With Jody, it was, like, oh, yeah, she was just a psychotic girlfriend who was jealous because she wanted to be with who she wanted to be with, but yeah. he didn't want to be with her. So he, she killed him. And there was, like, so there's, like, I mean, there would be, like, kind of a motive behind Casey of, like, her wanting to, like, live her own life without Kaylee. But at that point, just, like, drop off your kid at your parents and run away. Like, you don't have to kill an innocent child to live a life you want to live. So, yeah. But I don't know. Dude. Yeah. I guess that's that. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Do you have any more information or I think insight theories you want to say? The basis of it. I mean, I just, I just, that case, this case is just crazy to me because, and I don't know if it's just because it is so gruesome and almost like, almost, it is inhumane. I mean, like, and just to think that it was a mother that did it just because. I'm like, I just, and then she's like, oh, I'm free. I wasn't convicted. Yeah. Ha ha. Like, I just, I don't know. I just listen to this case every once in a while. And I'm like, How? But I could ask that question all day long. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> on that thought. I think I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go. Um... I'm just gonna go and watch like all the interviews and interrogations and the phone calls and the docu series. Like I'm just gonna engulf my time and see if I can crack. Then we'll have a part two. I'm gonna be like Casey. I've proven you guilty. All the way from California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part two. Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. Casey Anthony will be joining us in part two. <laughs> no. Yeah. I. I am. Anyway, that's all I have. Well, thanks, Alyssa, for making time out of your crazy schedule to do this. Because, like I said, I'm like, I don't think I could do another true, like, I don't know if I could do a true crime episode without you. Like, I feel like me just talking <laughs> well, in the I'll microphone. Well, I'll do all of them with you cool. if you want me to. I like doing them, so I'm glad you had me as your guest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can figure out a better way to, like, have our, both of our audios, you know. And then maybe I'll just, like, bring yeah. my podcast equipment with me when I come back to visit Tennessee. Mike from my parents house and we'll figure it out we'll get it working so. well. indeed we will well thank you and that is the case of Casey Anthony mm-hmm.